and welcome to episode 16 of the MLS Aces podcast. This is your host, Tom Sweezy, and once again, I'm joined by the boy down in Louisiana, Riley McManus. Riley, how you doing? I'm doing well. Has it already been 16? It's We're 16 um, episodes into this, and it seems like I've been doing it for like a month now, and that's it. Yeah, it feels it, it feels like a short amount of time. Yeah, you have, um, time flies when you're having fun. Sure. <laughs> Same. Uh, how's the weather down there in Louisiana? It is 76, and it feels like 78, and it's about to rain. Um, Riley, it is 77 in Pennsylvania. Oh! We hit 81 today. Great day. Oh, man. I think we have a cold front coming through. (laughs) Pennsylvania wins this week. Uh, um, What are you, like, uh, you're 11-1 now? (laughs) You mean 1-11? Wait, I'm 11. Yeah, you're (laughs) 11-1. Let's just go to soccer. Let's just go to some news from coming around the uh, U.S. soccer world this week. Um, you, the United States, Canada, and Mexico all launch a joint bid for the 2026 World Cup. Um, it seems that all there's full support from all the parties involved, so from the governing, from the governments in all three countries, from the, US Fe- from the soccer federations in all three countries. Uh, Riley, what do you think of a U.S., Canada, Mexico, North America joint bid? I don't like it. No? Just mainly for the fact that I think the United States itself can host the World Cup. Because we have the infrastructure. And you hear Alexis Dallas say all the time, the U.S. can host the World Cup overnight. And we can. Because we have the football stadiums for it. We might have to make some moderations. Uh, but you know what? We can do it. We have, like, like I said, the American infrastructure to host sporting events is absolutely insane. Six months notice, we can do it. I think without a doubt you're correct. I just think it's I, – I think some foreign countries were worried about their teams coming here because of our, you know, recent uh, uh, political issues with our new president. And we're not going to talk about anything with Donald Trump or anything. But I, I, I like it as a way to show off the type of soccer in this region. Um, Canada, you know, they have their own type of soccer. They have their own Canadian Premier League coming in within the next three to five years, I think, and that's going to be exciting to show off. We have Major League Soccer, how good we are here with our top league and our lower leagues, and that's going to be exciting to show off. And we also have a very strong connection to Liga MX, so I I like it. I'm all for the joint decision. If If this is the only way we can get a World Cup here in 2026 politically, then I'm all for it. Right. Uh, sad question. Is it Liga MX or is it Liga Mekis? It's Mekis. I just, I'm American and I, I'll, I, I'll I butcher it. It's because it's Spanish X is Equis. So, I got you. So I'll, I butcher it and I say Liga MX, but whatever. Because I, I hear Daryl Grove say Liga Mekis all the time. Yeah, it's Liga. It's technically Liga Mekis. It's the Mexican League. <laughs> um... Moving on to the next piece of news that we'll quickly glance over. FC Dallas and Vancouver have both been eliminated from the CONCACAF Champions League by two teams in Liga MX. And uh, it was no surprise from Vancouver. Yeah, it was no surprise from Vancouver getting eliminated, but FC Dallas blew a large lead and 
like I said, they're the only team that I'll, I'll pick in recent time to beat a Liga Mekis team and go, you know, play in the CONCACAF Champions League finals, but they couldn't do it. And I think that just shows the disparity between the two leagues. Okay, so Dallas, I thought they were going to get it. They look pretty good. But Vancouver, when they scored the opening goal, uh, I don't remember who scored it. It was Yeah, it was Brecce. It was Brecce. Then he got hurt like two seconds later. <laughs> when they scored that goal, I'm like, we got a shot. No, not at all. <laughs> then, I realized, then I realized it's Vancouver, it's BC Place, and they're probably one of their best players just got hurt. <laughs> And they just traded away Kakuthamane at that point. So, it, and it's Brett Shea, I, one of their best players. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you can't rely on Freddie Montero to do it all for you. But nevertheless, it's another year where Major League Soccer is eliminated from Champions League play, and we'll have to all wait for next year before it all happens all over again. I feel um, like Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> This, out. this week's follower of the week is Patrick Dillard. He is on Twitter at PC Dillard. And uh, he was a little bit of a smartass with me earlier this week, but it made me laugh, so I, I'm shouting him out. He made a little... Uh, you, did you see the video of Zlatan Ibrahimovic calling himself... He doesn't compare himself to lions. or No, a lion doesn't compare himself to people or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I told you about that video. Uh, okay, you, you're the one that told me about that video. Okay, perfect. He made a comment on it that I said, I said, how would Zlatan compare himself to the likes of Joseph Martinez and Kyle Aaron? And he replied back with, Kyle Aaron is a lion, technically. So, all fun, all jokes. That, just that interaction, follower of the week. I mean, it, yep. made, it made me laugh. If you can make me laugh, you're most likely going to get follower of the week. That's just what it's going to come down to. Try your hardest. <laughs> Um, this week's question of the week, Riley, this is a pretty important question. After uh, last night's, yeah, last night's Colorado Rapid and Sporting Kansas City game, there seemed to be a little bit of an altercation between Tim Howard and Dom Dwyer. Dom Dwyer got separated by his head coach, Peter Vermees, and this led to the question of me asking on Twitter last night, who would win in a cage fight, Tim Howard or Peter Vermees? <laughs> That's such a great question. <laughs> oh, God. Um, do, do you want to hear some other public opinion before you answer? Yeah. This, what, what are the people saying? Right now from Twitter, we're two, in, we're, uh, two to nothing, Peter Vermees. I, just, I don't know how well Tim Howard can fight. I said Tim Howard has that reach. He does have the reach. He and does. he also has the reflexes. He has the reflexes, the reach, and he has the age. But Peter Vermees is a very large, angry man. I, I'll have to go for me. Peter for me. Three nothing. Damn. Okay. Okay. Well, sorry, Tim. You're done. Yeah, I love Tim Howard. I, I might post but, this on. I might post this poll on uh, Twitter. Yeah, get later. a poll going after after this podcast drops. I'm gonna get a poll going to see. Um. Hey, our, make it a make it a week long, or read the results next week. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna write. That, I'm. I need to write that down right now. And that's not the only incident involving Tim Howard this week. Yeah, yeah but... I know, I know you don't want to talk about it, and I don't really want to talk about it either, but... Yeah. Yeah. We got we got more things, better things to do. Crappy video of Tim Howard out there, but moving that's on. That's disgusting. Moving on. What's next? Um, next, we have our first ever ad read, Riley. 
I've been wanting to do this since I was eight years old. Are you excited? I'm stoked. It's just a lot of words. Yeah, just don't mess it up. That's all you have to do is don't mess it up at this point. Okay. You ready? Yep. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Lisa's Sleep, Lisa's innovative mattress company who has completely improved the dreaded old mattress buying experience. No one wants to spend hours in those awkward showrooms when you're forced to spend $1,000 on a subpar mattress. Lisa has changed the game so you know that, so you now enjoy the comfort of a luxury mattress at a fraction of the price. Lisa mattresses starts at just $525, Tom. $525. I wish I knew that going into college, having to buy a mattress. It is quick and conveniently covered online. You, They make it to order. And it's shipped, compressed in a box that arrives at your door within days. Unboxing the mattress, which is half the fun, takes less than five minutes. Less than five minutes. Damn. Are you not sure about ordering online? Lisa provides a 100-night risk-free trial along with free shipping so you can trial the mattress properly in the comfort of your own home. So what makes this mattress different, you ask? Well, I'll tell you, Tom. <laughs> at Lisa, it's all about the quality. The incredible comfort Lisa mattress is 100% American-made and comprised with three high-quality foam layers that provide cooling, contouring, and pressure relief. That, I mean, that sounds amazing. That's a lot of C's. Yeah. With over 10,000 five-star customer reviews, you can trust the mattress is the right pick. If you want to buy a mattress, go to lisa.com slash aces and use the promo code ACE. 75. That's A as an apple, C as in Colorado, and E as in elephant. And 75. 75. At checkout today, and you can receive an exclusive $75 off your first lease mattress, or maybe your second or your third. Riley, get it. Riley, what? That, what? That, was, that was phenomenal. That was that was phenomenal. Oh man, that was good. That was that was phenomenal. I'm so happy. I, I give you like a ninety. You had, you had a few slip ups in the middle, but I give you an I give you a nay. Hey, we're gonna do this every week. So exactly. Okay. So you know what? You're getting better, Riley. I like it. And the promo, uh, and the the website again for those who need it again, Lisa.com/aces, and the promo code is Ace Five A C E Seven Five. And on that note, after our first ever ad read, let's move on to Week 6 action around Major League Soccer. To the soccer. Friday night, first game of Week 6, we had the Los Angeles Galaxy versus the Montreal Impact. LA came in on a little bit of a uh, a, a bad note for, through uh, five weeks of Major League Soccer action, and so of Montreal. Um, LA came out the winners of this match 2 nothing. Budding Major League Soccer superstar Romain Alessandrini scored in the 15th minute with an assist from Emmanuel Boateng. U.S. men's national team bulldozer Jermaine Jones Jr. scored in the 74th minute to seal the win, and he had an assist from Mr. Drop Top, Yellow Top, Giassi Zardis. Um, <laughs> um, there was a questionable red card from Marco Donadel on the Montreal Impact, who put the Impact down to 10 men, and pretty much allowed the Galaxy to seal their 2-0 win over uh, the Impact. Um, Riley, what did you think? I really like that Giassi's artist thing. That was good. Thanks. I'm trying. Uh, I really like Romain Alessandrini. 
and Jermaine Jones is and he's like wine. He's so good, so good. The Donardale red card was a little bit questionable. It wasn't but, a red card in my head. Yeah, it should have been a yellow. But hey, good game. Uh, L.A. put two in a row. Wait, no, this is their first one. Yes, they lost by last week. Yeah, I was I was thinking I talked about this on Saturday in the Taliban soccer show. I'm like I've already talked about this. They must have won two in a row. Um, but yeah, I think it was a solid win from LA. They needed a they needed three points big. Uh, Dos Santos and Zardes playing their way back into the lineup, and I think it's looking up for the Galaxy if they can put together some performances like this. And uh, we'll just have to wait to see how the season goes on for them and the impact. Don't look. Don't look too uh, strong. Uh, do you want to also, move on? Also, uh, red card alert. Red card alert. Another red card. <laughs> Another red card in Major League Soccer. You got to love this, it. And Marco Donadell looks like your classic Italian. <laughs> I mean, he is your classic Italian. He's, I mean, I don't, I don't know how else to explain that. Like, he's just, okay. He's Italian. Never mind. Yeah, he's very, very Italian. <laughs> I wish I could make an Italian segue into the next game, but I can't. Chicago Fire 1, Columbus Crew nil. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no Italians in this game. Yeah, it's it's sad. <laughs> uh, Nemanja Nicolay scored 22nd minute, and that's pretty much the only thing that was you know, reasonably worth talking about in this game. Uh, Zach Steffen had 12, uh, tw- 12 shots on goal. At him, hit four saves and a goal line clearance. It was it was good goalkeeping, just wasn't enough. Columbus tried to ride their hot streak into this game, just didn't work out. Exactly, Chicago's all of their big names performed: Nikolic, McCarty, but uh, Schweinsteiger, Com. They all played well. Um, this game should have been more than one nothing, but Zach Steffen made a couple ridiculous saves, and that's pretty much it from this game. Um, moving on to the next game on Saturday, New England versus Houston. New England comes out with a shocking two to nothing win over the Houston Dynamo. Um, this one hurt. This one did. I feel like it hurt your uh, pride over there. I was thinking about you. Um, in this one, goals came in the 52nd minute from Kai Kamara and the 72nd minute from Juan Agudelo. Um, my takeaways from this game were that. The rookie, 26-year-old rookie center back, Josh Smith for the Revolution, who we talked about last week on the podcast, he impressed once again and held the shutout over the Houston Dynamo. Um, Diego Fagundes became the first homegrown player in Major League Soccer history to hit 10,000 regular season minutes at the old age of 22. So, you know, he's on the decline now. And um, an interesting fact that I read about this game is that at home, Houston has three wins, zero losses, zero ties. But on the road, they have zero wins, two losses, and zero ties. So, Houston, maybe they're a home team that we need to look for in the future? Yes. Houston is uh, much better at BBVA Compass Stadium than they are on the road. I mean, I, I think that's just obvious, and maybe it's just because the younger players are just more comfortable in the home environment, but... I think if Houston wants to impress throughout the full season, they're going to need to pick up some solid wins on the road against some good teams. And it seems like, to me, I thought Houston would go in and at least get a point against New England, but this was a disappointing game for them. Yeah, I mean, 
I was I was kind of disappointed by the scoreline, but you know what? This is kind of stuff that builds character. Eh, exactly. I think you learn from it, and uh, Houston needs to move on. Um, it's also it's also really hard to go across the country and play in a MLS road environment. So you got to take that in account, especially with all the young guys. No, so, exactly. Good, good learning experience. I, I think you're right. Exactly. I, I'm not too worried about Houston moving forward. But we are going to move forward into a game that was extremely disappointing for me. But also, happy. I was happy about it at the same time. I'll explain. DC United versus New York City FC. DC United beat uh, NYC FC 2-1 this week. Um, DC scored in the 53rd minute with a goal from winger Lloyd Sam. Then again, they scored in the 73rd minute with a goal from Luciano Acosta. Um, New York City got one back late with an 84th minute David Villa goal. Um... It's so the reason why I'm upset about this game. I'm a New York City FC fan. Hurt seeing them lose, and they didn't look too, they didn't look solid at all in this game. Um, thing I'm happy about in this game is I picked DC to go to MLS Cup from the East, and now they have back-to-back wins. So I'm happy. Um, Luciano Acosta probably had the best game of this short season. Um, New York City lost again on another defensive error, and uh, I think things are up for DC United. I didn't know Lord Sam was from England. Uh, I, he's from England, but I think he has a cap for the Jamaican national team. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, didn't he play in the Gold Cup? I think so. I think he's like Tyrone Mears. They're both from England, but they have Jamaican ties, so they have a cap there. Yeah, he, he plays for, uh, or he's from Leeds. So. Oh, okay, that's cool. Nice, interesting fact about Lord Sam, a goal scorer in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh. I really liked Lloyd Sam when he played for the Red Bulls, and I still continue to like him now, even though DC United roasted me on Twitter <laughs> one time. I'll, I'll tell that story in the future. But, yeah, good game. Uh, DC looked better. They got a home win. There's only 14 more games left in the old RFK. Yeah, it's, it's getting a little sad. I, I've never been down to that stadium, but I've heard the environment is unbelievable. I've heard the stadium shitty itself. But I've heard the, just the D.C. fans and the D.C. environment's unbelievable. And it, it's always sad, I think, seeing a, a stadium close out. Yeah, I mean, and you say it's bad. The, the thing's like 30 years old. It's like 30, 40-something years old. The Redskins played there back in the 80s. No, exactly. So uh, it, it's bad because it's seen a lot of action. But uh, it, it's, it's sad for the D.C area fans of any sport like you said the Redskins fans I'm sure remember that and and now DC United fans but it, it's it, it's going to be a sad moving on but hopefully that their new Mercedes-Benz Stadium I think is the name of it no it's Audi Field Audi Field yes 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 sorry Mercedes-Benz is uh in Atlanta that's the Atlanta one learning which but, not to be confused with the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans jeez okay I'm moving on I can't handle all these things a lot of, lot of Mercedes-Benz merchandise flowing <laughs> around those stadiums. A lot. So, you got the next game, or shall I? Uh, you can do Portland versus Philly. Philadelphia Union 1, Portland Timbers 3. Uh, Richie Marquez scored in the 26th minute. Philadelphia was very, very hopeful. Then the Portland Timbers happened. <laughs> Darlington Nagby, Roy Miller, and Fernando Adi all scored in the 32nd, 66th, and 80th. 
minutes, Fernando Adi on a PK, to make Portland the best team in the league again, based on points. Portland's really good. Philadelphia's not that good. It was just a matter of talent, and Portland has a whole lot more. Pretty, yeah, exactly. I think Portland just dominated Philadelphia. Um, only thing I wanted to note about this game is that with Fernando Adi's penalty kick, he became the all-time leading goal scorer in Portland Timber history. So congratulations to him. Um, that's and, a big achievement because that club's been around for a long time. Exactly, and that, that's including their old NASL days. So also to go on a little more history is our first ever episode with two ad reads in it. Boom. Uh, also, to report, there's no red cards in the last couple of games we talked about. <laughs> thanks, Riley. Thank, thanks for interrupting my ad read. God. Hey, yeah, it started yet. <laughs> um, the, the midway portion of our MLS game coverage is sponsored by Back of the Net Apparel. Back of the Net Apparel is a one-stop shop for all your soccer apparel needs. They have hats, t-shirts, sweatshirts, tank tops, and so much more clothing. Um, Back of the Net Apparel has clothing for every for the everyday football enthusiast. Wow, I can't speak. Um, you can check them out at Back of the Net Apparel, so B-O-T-N Apparel dot R-E-F-R dot C-C slash Aces 17. They could not give me a simple uh, URL to read, so that it is. I'll repeat it again. B-O-T-N A-P-P-A-R-E-L dot R-F-E-R R-E-F-R dot C-C slash Aces 17. You know what? We'll just tweet it out and put it in the show notes. It's going to be in the show. Exactly. It's going to be in the show notes. I'm going to tweet it out. So don't listen to that and just click on the link in the show notes. You just just skip over that part where he screws up. Skipping uh, over that part where (laughs) I can't speak and Riley had the much easier ad read. Um, Mine was just really long. Yours was long, but you had a nice little easier one. Um... Riley, do you want to go into Toronto and Atlanta? I guess so. That's that's why we're here, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you to do stuff. Nah, I mean, we can just talk about anything else. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going down that road. <laughs> Toronto FC 2, Atlanta United 2. Uh, Hector Valbuena, 15th minute goal. Tied up in the 20th minute by MLS MVP candidate Sebastian Javinko. Who hasn't been MVP-ish so far this year? Former, been... former MLS MVP. You can say he's that. a candidate, man. I mean, he, I think he should always be a candidate, but yeah. It's, it's April, but he's still a candidate. <laughs> that's how that works. Uh, Justin Morrow took the lead right before halftime in the 44th minute, and again, Hector Valbuena in the 47th minute with a brace. Those are red card to report. Emil Assad in the 75th minute for violent conduct. So that is it. Uh, 2-2, the game finished. A brace from Atlanta side of things. Also, they finished the game with 10 men. Tom, what you think? Uh, just a very entertaining game. Four goals scored. Um, Atlanta seems to continue to score goals with Joseph Martinez out injured. So when he comes back, I'm going to be wor- very worried for the rest of the league. Um, and Toronto FC seems to finally be putting a little bit of offense together. Two goals. I think that's the first time they scored two goals in a game this season. Um, hopefully this means the comeback of Giovinco into his Giovinco-esque form. And, uh, yeah, that's all I really took from it. Uh, this is going to be a pivotal Eastern Conference matchup the next time these two teams play. Uh, Prediction. Old statement. Do you know when they play again? Don't know. Okay. 
Um, just if they played like next week, that wouldn't be pivotal. But like later on in the season, yeah, it's most likely going to be a, a big game. Are you doing the next one? Yeah. So, All right. Well, I have something to do while you're talking. Okay. The um, the joy did not last too long for Minnesota United after their first ever Major League Soccer win last week. This week, they fell to FC Dallas 2-0. Javier Morales scored in the 43rd minute to put FC Dallas up 1-0, and then six minutes later, Michael Barrios scored again for FC Dallas to make it 2-0. Um, not really much to talk about in this game. FC Dallas just looked looked better than Minnesota, and they put it up, They proved it on the scoreboard. Um, Michael Barrios had a goal and an assist in this game. Jesse Gonzalez, who replaced Chris Seitz in net, he recorded, I think he recorded five saves in the shutout win, which is very impressive, and people are saying that he's going to potentially challenge Chris Seitz for the starting goalkeeper job, which would be awesome because Gonzalez has been in FC Dallas' system for a while. I think he's 22 years old, and I think he has a lot of talent. It's just putting it all together and keeping it consistently there. And for Minnesota, they allowed two goals, but the inclusion of their newly acquired left-back Mark Birch and their defensive midfielder Sam Cronin um, made their defense look a lot more put together. Yeah, they allowed two goals, but things looked more solid. It looked more cohesive back there, and I'm excited to see if this... 2 nothing can eventually lead to maybe one goal a game or maybe lead to no goals in a game. I have some news. Yes. Atlanta United will host Toronto FC on decision day. I mean, Riley, good job. You know, good call. That's the, that's the most pivotal day you can think of. I mean, literally, you got that exactly right. And I didn't even know when they had to play. <laughs> How about that? But actually... To the actual game you were talking about, Dallas is just better than Minnesota. There's no getting around it, and Minnesota's just not there yet. Yeah, they won last week. Congratulations, but it's it's what have you done for me lately, league? Mm-hmm. And lately, talking about Saturday, they weren't good. Dallas won two nil. They got three points. Minnesota still has a lot of work to do. But hey, it's good they only held Dallas to two goals. No, exactly. It's an improvement. Exactly, and they're, I think they're moving. I'm not saying they're going to be in the playoffs, but they're moving up, and the acquisition they made seemed to make the defense look a little bit better. So congrats, FC Dallas, Minnesota. You still have work, but you're doing the right things. To the next game, we also like three. Vancouver Whitecaps, nil. Vancouver second loss this week. <laughs> uh Albert Rusnak started off scoring in the 54th minute. 74th minute, you can say this guy's name. Uh, Yura Matsisian. Yes. Got you. And 78th minute, Luke Maholland scored to make it 3-0. And same thing with Vancouver. Vancouver's not that good, but they don't have the excuse of being an expansion club. They just have the – they don't really have an excuse, do they? Yeah, they have excuse that they haven't acquired good, talented players. Besides, In, the, besides the select few, I don't want to call out everyone on Vancouver. Besides the select Montero few, and Shea. Montero, Shea, Ousted's a good goalkeeper. I like Kendall Waston. They don't want Barnes anymore. So. No, I, I like those four players. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, four players aren't going to get you to the playoffs in this league. Exactly. So. 
RSL's good, Vancouver's bad. Um, a couple pieces to note from this game that this was Real Salt Lake's first full week under brand new head coach Mike Pecky, and they got a three nothing shutout win. So, congrats to him on his first win as the manager, head coach, however you want to say it, um, of Real Salt Lake. And also, congrats to Albert Rusnak on his first ever Major League Soccer goal. Uh, he had a big week. Scored a goal early on, assisted on Yuramov Sissin and Luke Mahalan's goals. So he had a very good week and impressed for Real Salt Lake. Um, Question. Yes. Is Real Salt Lake going to go on a five-game winning streak with their new head coach, just like Leicester City in the Premier League? I I like Mike Pecky. I think he's a very good head coach. I think he's a very good manager, and I think he can turn this team around. This team has talent. This team has – it's not like they're Vancouver. RSL has talent on their roster, and it's just about a manager putting it together, and I think they they can. And by the way, I do know what I'm talking about. It's Leicester City. I know. Don't yell at me. It was a joke. Riley, you just like to like edge people on. Oh yeah. <laughs> now going going from a game that we saw a lot of excitement and three goals to a game that was pretty boring for a majority of it. Seattle versus San Jose. This was a very long nil nil game till Nicholas Sladero scored in the eighty fourth minute for Seattle. By the way, his goal was unbelievable in the eighty fourth minute. Um, it seemed like it seemed like a road win for Seattle until Wondolowski did what he couldn't do in the World Cup and he scored. Um, the game, the game finished one-one. It was a scrappy game for both teams. They both scored a late goal, and I think it was just a solid road point for Seattle to go into San Jose and come out. I have a, I have a, uh, a quote in my Instagram bio. What is three things? Three things are certain in life: death. Taxes in Wando. Chris Wondolowski just does it, man. Except for when you really need him to. Don't don't get me started on Wondolowski. I'll get him on this podcast and I'll fight him verbally. <laughs> I'm in Louisiana. If you want to come see me, Chris Wondolowski, <laughs> I'm in Louisiana. It's a pretty small state compared to most states, so you can come and find me. Nah, but seriously, I'd love to have him on the podcast. I would just yeah, if anybody knows him. I would just ask. Uh, I would ask how he feels about losing the U.S. the World Cup. Do you want to move on before I get a little more mad? <laughs> that was just dead air, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. It's bad quality radio, but it's good quality comedy. I thought that was funny, so I don't care. Uh, hey, it's our podcast. It's not like we have bosses. <laughs> uh, also, no red cards in that game. You like to point out the red cards. Love red cards, favorite thing ever. <laughs> okay. Except for except for Orlando City goals, of course. Nice transition. Nice transition. Orlando City won. New York Red Bulls nil. National television game with uh, ESPN Mayor Taylor Twelman, one of the not not one of my favorite commentators. Julie Stewart Banks, gotta love her. Yes, love Julie Stewart Banks. Also, really want her on this podcast. Okay, let's talk about the game. We'll talk about that later. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that not on air. <laughs> okay, so what happened was Christian – or no, not Christian. He t- Antonio Nacherano did start in this game. He went off with a knock, and in the 17th minute, Servando Carrasco came in to substitute for him. 
In the 34th minute, literally 17 minutes later, Servando Carrasco used his head to score goals. And that put Orlando City in the lead. They went to halftime that way, and Bradley Phillips had a few good chances at the end. He had this header that went straight across goal and just went wide as stoppage time had started. Not a lot from New York Red Bulls in this game. They looked bad, but they did, they still played better than Orlando City. This is the second time this year Orlando has got a 1-0 victory against a team that's located in the state or area of New York. Because I know Red Bulls are in New Jersey. Um, this is the second time this year they've got a 1-0 victory and been outplayed. Riley, you're poking a bear right now. Um, oh, I know I am. <laughs> you don't fight me. I'm in Louisiana. Uh, okay. Um, no, but I completely agree. I, I do think Orlando looked like the better team. I'm not going to – I disagree with you there. Um, I don't know if it's because Orlando was the better team or if the Red Bulls are just sloppy right now. They started off last season a little slow. They started off last season sloppy. They couldn't pick up a win. And I don't know if this if they're going to do the same exact thing they did last year and come back and, you know, be the number one seed in the East. Or they were the number two. No, they were the number one seed. Be the, the number, number one. They finished third in the sport. Yeah, be the so. number one seed in the East. Or if this is how they're going to look. I think the one key difference between last season's team and this season's team is the they don't have Dax McCarty. They don't have Dax McCarty's hold to play. They don't have Dax McCarty's defensive play. And also, has Sasha Kleschen played in a Major League Soccer game this season? Because I haven't seen him produce anything on the field for the Red Bulls. Coming from a man who had 20 assists last year. Exactly. He was such a pivotal piece to their offense last year, and he's disappeared. And by the way, he has played. So. I, I know he's played. I, 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 was... I know. I'm not talking to you. I know you <laughs> You watch the games every week just like I do. <sighs> Moving on. To a... people, might, people might not have caught that. I, I know. I know. Moving on to a game that was last, was last night. It was a cage fight between Peter Vermees and Tim Howard. That Peter Vermees technically won in the end. So, um, Sporting Kansas City versus the Colorado Rapids. The Sporting Kansas City, Kansas Cityers, beat the Colorado Rapids three to one last night. Seth Sinovic scored a goal in the sixth minute to put Sporting Kansas City up one nothing. Gersho Fernandez scored a um, SKC goal in the fifty eighth minute to put SK up two nothing. And then Don Dwyer scored his first goal of the season to put SK up three nothing. It looked like oh, it was gonna like, stop it. It looked like it was gonna be another shutout for SKC until Kevin Doyle put away a goal in garbage time to make it three to one, Sporting Kansas City. Um, I think this game is just simply Sporting Kansas City looked like a much better team than Colorado did. Just uh, just out of curiosity, who had Colorado outside the playoffs? You did. Yes. Okay, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, just not like that. I'm, I'm not feeding into your into your uh, ego right now. Do you have anything to say about this game, or do you want to close off the show? Uh, this game was it was okay. Uh, not I didn't find it interesting. It was just a dominant game from Sporting Kansas City. Like I, Colorado just didn't look good offensively and defensively. They didn't look good. Like they they may have like they may have looked even worse defensively. I'm okay with the closing the show if you are. I mean, <laughs> okay. This was this game wasn't worth talking about. No, it's exactly. just SKC's better in Colorado right now. Listeners, as always, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Buzzsprout. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on all of those if you can. 
I know some of them you can't review, but subscribe if you can. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, we are now on Patreon.com or Patreon, however you say it. Um, mm-hmm. For for a small amount of money each month, you can make you can help us make what we do even better. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at MLS Aces and at Riley J McManus, and you can follow us on Instagram at MLS underscore Aces. And Riley, I know you have an Instagram. I don't know what it is. I'd rather not say. Okay, you don't have to say. Um, oh, you, that's my own personal stuff. That's Bye. that's I understand. Um, you please, guys, go check out Lisa Mattresses and Back of the Net Apparel. Both links will be in the show notes. You can click on the links, go check out what they have. Um, Riley, do you have anything else to say before we close out the show? I would like to shout out some people if that's okay with you. Go right ahead. We have our first couple of reviews on iTunes, which to me is absolutely incredible. This is from Snapshot0731. Good podcast, and I feel like there's so much potential in this podcast. Keep up the good work. I feel the same way, Snapshot. I feel the same way. <laughs> then a little a little maybe too generous review, but I'll take it. It's five stars, and it's nice. <laughs> uh, from NoahMan3000, MLS Aces is seriously one of the best MLS podcasts around. Uh, two very interesting and good hosts with smart commentary giving awesome look into Major League Soccer. I appreciate it. Uh, very, very kind words. That, that was way too nice. We're not, yeah, that was we're, not, we're not that good. That was... I mean, I can't believe people actually want to review this crap. We, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh... I appreciate all the kind words. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping us out. Uh, also, Patrick Dillard helped us out a lot. He he gave us some tips, uh, and we, like episode three or four, whenever I started. He helps us out a lot, and I like to shout him out as well. I know he's a father of me, but I just want to give him just my appreciation and gratitude. And, again, I thank all those same people. And uh, on that note of all this happiness and thanking, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.